This is Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Derek Rose. This is Derek Rose of the Conscious Resistance. I'm here in Standing Rock. That man is wanted in five different countries: Chile, Argentina, Brazil. We've been fighting a long time. We've all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. Who's the fucking teeth that horse? We are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. Oh, We've all stayed alive. You have no idea how important. Hey everyone, this is Derek Bros with the Conscious Resistance Network. Today is Wednesday, March 10th, 2021, and I have a brief video to bring to you guys today. If you saw the title, it is called The PCR Deception Continues to Crumble. That is, of course, a reference to a documentary that I put out back at the end of 2020 about the PCR method, the PCR test, the PCR uh, diagnostic tool that was created by Kerry Mollis and which he won the Nobel Prize for creating. And it has now been promoted as the gold standard for detecting viral material, specifically in the age of COVID-19. But as I've shown in previous reports, and as I've questioned in Houston, the Houston Health Authority and the mayor of Houston, I've shown over and over again that this test is flawed, this method is flawed, and now we're even getting some mainstream admission that myself and many of you out there who've been calling attention to the PCR method as flawed, are correct. We're right. Guess what? The crazy conspiracy theorists were right again. But before we go any further, let me remind you guys that my website is theconsciousresistance.com. Guys, this is the home for all of my content. This is where you can get all of the content that I produce, including my books, my documentaries, which you can download the books. You can watch the documentaries for free. You can find the podcast from my other contributors here and right here on the front page, the PCR Deception, the mini documentary I'm referencing in case you haven't watched it. And if you want to follow us, you can do so on Float, Minds, Hive. You can join our text list, BitChute, Odyssey, Patreon, Spotify, Podcast, DLive, and I recommend joining my Telegram channels. This DB is for the Derek Bros Daily News. This one is for the Conscious Resistance Network. That is how you're going to get most up to date, especially for those of you, as I know right now, people are watching through Facebook and through DLive, and some of you are going to be watching it afterwards. If you're only watching me on Facebook, guys, if you're only following my Derek Bros page, you're not getting most of my content because I post most of it on Telegram because I don't want to be banned and all those sort of things. So I encourage you to check out the Conscious Resistance Network or the Derek Bros Daily News on Telegram. Let's jump right into it now, guys. This is a fairly recent, I'm sure there have been others who reported on it already. I'm going to guess Ryan, the last American Vagabond has, but it's still worth noting. This is from February 17th, so just under a month when it was actually published, and it is from The Lancet. The Lancet, of course, is a well-known mainstream medical journal publication, so this is not just some fly-by-night operation. This is something that people in the mainstream would accept as evidence. Clarifying the evidence on SARS-CoV-2 antigen rapid tests and public health responses to COVID-19. So it is focused on the antigen test. We're not going to talk about the antigen test. But what it does do in relation to what I'm discussing here, how the PCR deception, the lie that the PCR is this gold standard, continues to crumble, it does get into that and show that that's, that's just not accurate. It's not true. And uh, let's just get into it. Let's just search PCR a couple times. And here we got this. Testing for SARS-CoV-2 is central to COVID-19 management and has relied on quantitative reverse transcript polymerase chain reaction, or PCR, technology. PCR seeks the genetic code of the virus from nose or throat swab and amplifies it over 30 to 40 cycles, doubling each cycle, enabling even minuscule, potentially single copies to be detected. 
Now I'm going to highlight that right there. You see how it says it amplifies over 30 to 40 cycles. If you have been following my work on the PCR test, and if you haven't, I recommend going to the consciousresistance.com and searching PCR and you can find not only the PCR deception, but all of the other work that I've done on this. But, but the big kind of controversy here that even the Houston Health Authority, Dr. David Perch, for those of you living in Houston, has admitted to me is that this, when they talk about amplifying cycles, it's what is known as a cycle threshold. So the cycle threshold, we've seen even people like Fauci in past interviews saying that if it's any higher than say somewhere in the 20 range, some people have said 29, which means if they do more than 29 cycles, then it's going to detect old virus. It's going to detect old infections, or it's going to pick up things that aren't even there. And it'll appear as a quote, false positive. And that is something that myself and many of other people have been saying for a while. So we got to understand that you see how they're already saying you got to amplify it over 30 or 40 cycles. That pretty much guarantees that there will be false positives, that you will detect fragments of previous uh, infections. PCR is thus a powerful clinical test. And it says fragments of RNA can linger for weeks after infectious virus has been cleared, often in people without symptoms or known exposures. And then it goes on to say, however, for public health measures, another approach is needed. Testing to help slow the spread of SARS-CoV-2 asks not whether someone has RNA in their nose from earlier infection, but whether they are in fact infectious today. Now, here's the crucial part. Again, Lancet Medical Journal right here. Read this to your skeptical friends and family. It is a net loss to the health, social, and economic well-being of communities if post-infectious, read people who are no longer infectious, post-infectious individuals test positive and isolate for 10 days. So it's saying it's a loss to the health, social, and economic well-being of our communities if people who are no longer infectious test quote-unquote positive and then are forced to isolate or quarantine for 10 days. They're saying that's hurting the community health-wise, socially, economically. And here's the big one. In our view, current PCR testing is therefore not the appropriate gold standard for evaluating a SARS-CoV-2 public health test. I mean, I don't know how much clearer they can be, but they do go on to talk about how most people with SARS-CoV-2 are contagious for four to eight days. Um, and then we'll go on here. It says, this short window of transmissibility contrasts with the median 22 to 33 days of PCR positivity. Because what they're saying is that people are only, you know, I know that there's people out there who don't even believe SARS-CoV-2 is real, whatever. We're going to put you guys aside for now. What they're claiming is that it's contagious for four to eight days. And then people's they're, they get their their you know nose test, the PCR thing, um, after that. So this timing, it says, fits with the observed patterns of virus transmission, which led public health agencies to recommend a 10-day isolation period. And they're saying, so this short window contrasts with the median 22 to 33 days of PCR positivity. So they're saying you can still test positive for up to 22 to 33 days with a PCR test. Um, but they're only recommending a 10-day isolation period because that's the period where the virus could allegedly be transmitted. So even there, they're saying, look, it doesn't make sense. So I want to say, if, even if you don't think the virus is real, guys, or you think this, I'm missing the point because, oh, there's it's never been isolated. And I've had that discussion with Dr. Cowan and Dr. Andrew Kaufman. Well, the point that you're missing is if you want to reach normies, you have to reach them where they're at. They're not going to listen to you if you just say that this thing doesn't exist. It's not, you know, you, I mean, you might get them after a while, but I think starting somewhere here with the PCR test and showing them that the method is flawed, and now you even have a mainstream journal like The Lancet admitting that, this suggests that 50 to 70% of the time an individual is PCR positive, they are likely to be post-infectious. I mean, that is huge, guys. 50 to 75%, that means half 
to three-fourths of the time that somebody is testing PCR positive, they are likely post-infectious, which is a nice scientific euphemistic way of saying they're not sick. They don't want to say that, so they say post-infectious. And it goes on here, but and, and they go on to recommend the antigen test, basically. But what they talk about here is that there's just you know, it, it's, it's flawed. And like I said, they're, they're, they're clearly making strong statements here. They're saying that it could be post-infectious half to three quarters of the time. They're saying that the PCR is not the gold standard that we keep being told that we keep hearing. If you've heard anything about PCR, that's all you hear is it's a gold standard. It's a gold standard. It's a gold standard. And I've consistently questioned the people in Houston, the so-called Houston health authority, Dr. David Purse, um, and the mayor of Houston, about this and neither of them have been able to give me adequate answers. I'm gonna just show you guys uh, this on screen real quick and I will post a link for those of you who are watching and I'll also update the, um, the description in the video for those of you who wanna look at the Lancet study that I was just looking at. But let me just show you a couple of quick things here real quick uh, from the past couple of weeks. What I've been trying to do every time I make it out to Houston, I go out there and I try to question the mayor, I try to question uh, the Houston Health Authority about these things. Because if me, some non-college educated dude who has a radio show in Houston and produces videos, if I can figure out and can research and detect the problems with the PCR method, how come the Houston Health Authority, who I'm sure is getting paid a pretty reasonable salary, and he's the one out there um, getting, giving people advice on this test, how come they don't ask these questions? Sorry, guys, I'm just trying to search on the website to find the, the last report I did. Because in this report, I specific for those of you who watched it, I specifically asked Dr. David Purse, how come Houstonians are not hearing about these problems? He admitted, you're right, there are some flaws, there are some concerns about it. But he, I, when I asked him, I said, well, how come you're, you're not going up there and hosting press conferences and telling people that there are concerns with the PCR test? Instead, you're just telling them to keep taking it. This report I did in February 9th, you can find on the website, why are some Houstonians hesitant to take the COVID vax? And you can hear me question Houston Health Authority, uh, uh, David Purse, about the ongoing problems with the PCR method. And he, as I said, does admit that there are problems, but nothing is done. They don't hold press conferences talking about them. Instead, they just continue to expect people to, to keep doing the same old thing. I mean, it, it's, it's in the definition of insanity, but us, I would also say it border, it's borderline criminal because these people are health professionals. They're going out there telling people to get the test, get the vaccine. They're saying we need to get the vaccine based on this flawed PCR method. And what I'm showing you on screen right here is an article I wrote for The Last American Vagabond in September 2020. The PCR test is unreliable, so why are health officials demanding the public be tested? And I go more into the situation in Houston, the situation around the world. We talk about the UK. We talk about Portugal, a court finding that the PCR method is also flawed. I mean, it's out there. The information is out there. But the problem is that you're not hearing about it in your mainstream news on the local level. I definitely can say in Houston, I've tried to get the Chronicle, some of these local quote unquote journalists to talk about these things and none of them seem willing to do so. So you guys are stuck with me asking these questions and hopefully you guys will ask these questions wherever you're at. But I just wanted to do this quick video to remind you that the PCR deception continues. If you haven't seen this documentary, it's only 10 minutes long. You can find it on the front page of our website, the PCR deception. It's got over 100,000 views between BitChute, Odyssey, iStop Media, and I was deleted on Facebook before I could put it on, I mean, off YouTube before I could put it on YouTube. But if you want to download it and upload it wherever you want, please do so, because this is still a crucial part of the COVID-1984 lie. So, yeah. 
All right, guys, I'm going to leave it there. I'm actually on my way to Acapulco this morning to speak at this weekend at Agorapoco. No, not Anarchapoco, but Agorapoco. Some of you guys might have heard about this. Agorapoco is the decentralized alternative to Anarchapoco, much more affordable, much more community-oriented, and I will be giving a talk this Saturday that is called This Is Our Time to Shine. And if you know anybody who's going to be out that way, you know anybody who's planning on being in the Acapulco area for whatever reason, tell them to come connect. Let's hang out. Let's get to know each other. I want to share some ideas, and I hope to see you guys out there. Again, this is our time to shine, March 13th in Acapulco. If you want to learn more about that, go to Agorapoco, agorapoco.com, and you can find the details on that. All right, guys, that's it for now. Enjoy the rest of your day. Remember, you are powerful, you are beautiful, and you are free. Peace. This is Derek Bros. Derek Bros. Derek Bros. This is Derek Bros. of the Conscious Resistance. I'm here in Standing Rock. That man is wanted in five different countries: Chile, Argentina, Brazil. We've been fighting a long time. We've all lost.